Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And I have realized it is so much easier to say that when I have the comic right in front of me. Because <laughs> then yes. I only have to remember how to spell one word. <laughs> yeah, only the last half. Totally, and that one I can probably do. Anyway, I am Murray, and this week I am most definitely an agent, an officer, of wild. Today was a weather impacted learning day, what we used to call snow days. Yeah, <laughs> weather lovely. impacted learning day. <laughs> I know, I know. The board is just filled with people that love. They just love their their they just they can't call anything what it is. Like they can't nope. call a snow day a snow day. They gotta call it a weather impacted learning day. They anyway, you know. It is what it is. Because mm-hmm. we were snowed under like crazy. Oh really? Yes. Yes. You remember snow how. You remember it. Yes, I do. I see it in my nightmares. <laughs> yep, it was a day of shoveling. And then checking emails, and then shoveling, and then checking more emails to see if kids had any questions. Because on days like this, we're supposed to post activities for them to do. Because they still have to do something. Uh, Well, I mean, whether they... uh, No, we're supposed to post it. Whether they do it is entirely up to them. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Which which is... Good, because I Ella got all her stuff done early, but yeah. Sarah was just difficult with it. And then, then Ella was like, I'm going out to build a snow fort with my friend. And it's like, take your sister with you. <laughs> right? Oh. We're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, I mean, our only direction is that, yeah, you're not posting new material. They're, it's stuff that they can review or whatever. Like, I think the board is trying to say without saying just post something low-key, low-maintenance, because it's a snow day, but we can't tell people that nobody's doing work, so you have to pretend mm-hmm. that people are doing work. And maybe some kids are actually doing work, which is, you know, good for them. Good for them. Hence calling it weather impacted and not learning day yeah. and not snow day. Not snow day, that's right. <laughs> anyway, that's me. I'm a wild dude. All right, that's right, Wild Bumble. I'll go next. I'm Al, and this week I am an agent of water, wondering about the affected regulator. So last week, uh, my acronym was SALTY, because (laughs) if you remember, we had our pasta, and there was, for some reason, it tasted, even though she just put some salt in the water, it tasted like Mm. it was cooked in salt water. Oh, yes, yes. It turns out we found out the next day what happened. It was cooked in salt water. There was an issue with our uh, water softener, because we have hard water. And yep. apparently the guys who came, came out somehow turned the things the wrong way. So the salt intake was going into the house. So oh, that's not, yeah, the water that's that she boiled it in was salt water. And then putting salt into it made it saltier. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, we figured out quickly because I went to go take a shower that night. It got even bad enough. I'm sitting there trying to like get myself, you know, washed, and I'm like, "Why is the soap just kind of falling right off of me? Like, <laughs> I can't get suds on me." And we, 
we took a little while to figure it out. We finally went out there and looked at it. We realized that things were turned the wrong way, so we got them turned correctly. So everything's fine. And the important thing is the refrigerator has a separate filter on it. And that's the water where we get the water we use for making coffee or drinking or giving to the dogs. So no one was actually <laughs> drinking salt water, at least. Well, that's good. Wow, you that's would have been like licking your lips all day. That's so weird. I realized it's up in the shower. I'm like, why does that taste salty? <laughs> like, I'm my face in the water. I'm like, why is it? Why is it salty? Like, why does it taste salty? Good? Why do I feel like I'm in the ocean? Why yeah. am I showering in the ocean? Kim got a little worried that something was going to happen. You know, this guy going to cause a problem. But I was like, you've been in the ocean way more than I have. You've drank way more salt water. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. if that doesn't cause an issue, trust me, the little bit we had in us, you know, that we got is not going to be a problem. Yeah. So. But mystery solved. That's amazing. There you go. There you go. Mystery solved. Uh, that's outstanding. Um, I'm going to bookend things. I'm going to bookend things because my kids also, as I said, had a um, weather-impacted weather learning day. Yeah, <laughs> I, I that. Um, my my uh, our our the, my kids' schools uh, both referred to it as a snow day. And um, but also then talked about that shift to remote learning. And um, and I think Ella was like, maybe I shouldn't have been so quick to finish my stuff because he he didn't make uh, Sarah do it. Uh, But uh, anyway, (laughs) that's okay. She uh, she was an awesome kid today and did all kinds of extra stuff to help out. So I love it. Um, But yes, I. And the uh, well, uh, the chief uh, shoveling officer of Snow Day. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, sometimes nobody opens with digging. Advil? Yes. Oh my gosh! I um yeah. uh, the um the plow leavings at the bottom of the driveway were um more than waist high, <laughs> and uh, so yeah. you know I had Sarah out there helping me with a bit of digging, but you know that's. Sometimes when it's a little kid doing the help with the digging, it's like, no, I don't want you to take it from the snowbank and put it on the driveway. <laughs> yeah, it's this not is counterproductive. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. So, you had plows uh, go by. That's lovely. We're still waiting on well, that. Well, be... we're not on a bus route. Usually it's a couple of days, um, you know, and like literally a half block away. You can <laughs> see where it where it's gone by because it's a bus route. Uh, yes. But um, but no, they actually got out there today and, uh, you know, they were prepared for everything. And uh, and yeah, it was brutal. But fortunately, my my, uh, you know, shout out to neighbor John here. He uh, from across the street, he came over and uh, and saved me from the big one uh, by having to shovel all that mess. Because <laughs> <damn. laughs> no kidding. that will be me tomorrow, I think. Assuming <laughs> the plow goes by, I'll be getting up early to. Dig out it, it the end just, of the driveway. Exactly, and it, but it was just the thought of being a you know a snowbound shut in um, oh. that was like oh uh, you know uh, it's uh, it's like um, you know I'm saying to Ella it's like looks like you you might have to walk to <laughs> walk to school but it's okay because if the snow's <laughs> like this everywhere it'll be just like when I was a kid That's seven right. miles each way <laughs> uphill both ways. She wouldn't be barefoot, exactly. though. I mean, you wouldn't make her go barefoot. No, exactly. You always want something. You always want something better for your. <laughs> you kids. want them a little you better for your kids. Here's uh-huh. some newspapers. Wrap your feet in that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
Oh. Live it up, kid. Live it up. That's right. <laughs> I should have figured you guys had snow. It was the weather got even down here it was cold and chilly, and it was down to 56, what you people oh. call 13. Muffin. <laughs> 13. Oh, my gosh. Even I, even I would be joining Murray in shorts. <laughs> 15, 13, that's like t-shirt instead of tank top weather. Absolutely. I actually bought my jacket to walk the dogs tonight. It's like, ooh, it's chilly. You're you're fully acclimated. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he is. uh, He's fully gone gone that route. That's right. He has gone south. He is no longer a northerner. Oh, no, no. I I wanted to get away from the snow. (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe me. Tonight. Don't blame you. (laughs) (laughs) I've done my time digging through things of like over my head from the plow Mm. and trying to get into the driveway so the plow doesn't hit my car. (laughs) Yeah. So no thank you. No more. (laughs) (laughs) No worries. Mr. Plow. (laughs) Call him Mr. Plow. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. All right. Alrighty, so, alrighty. I got no fancy segue, so we're just gonna dive right in. Let's get back to the Trinity. That's Not right. that Trinity. The other Trinity. No. The other DC Trinity. This is the Trinity before there was a Trinity. It's true. Yeah, yeah were they even called a Trinity they were using at that point? I don't, I don't think, think so. I don't think they became a well, Trinity until like Infinite I, Crisis. I know there's a Matt Wagner miniseries. Oh, I guess that was before that, right? Okay. Yeah. But that's the only time I could think of it. That's the first time I remember seeing it. Um, yeah. Um, and that would have been what? Uh, let's see here. Um, well, at some point. I could uh, check yeah, my... 2003, so not far off. Um, oh, okay. So that's after yeah. this. Oh, yeah. So after I feel this, like but... I'd heard it before that, but I think that's just me thinking I feel like I'd heard it that way. Um, because around 2003, sort of to two, because uh, Infinite Crisis was what 2005. Yeah, I think so. I think so. somewhere around there. Um, or yeah, sort of in and around. Um, oh yeah, it would have been because uh, 52 was in in uh, 2006. Um, wow. Yeah, scary. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. so yeah, the, the Wagner series came out in in 2003, and yep. and it's definitely been in in use since in full use since then. Oh, a hundred percent. it's kind of funny to think that possibly the the whole thing of calling them the Trinity comes from Matt Wagner. Who's, I mean, he's done some DC stuff, but he's not really considered a DC <laughs> creator. And and to be fair, it could have happened before. Um, I just um, I, that, that's sort of the I like as you say. I think that's that's the earliest sort of easy reference to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and and it never stopped after that. No, no. It feels like it's always been. It's like it's like the number fifty-two. You feel like it's always been around. As a exactly. Big thing for DC, even though it hasn't. No. It, it totally. Totally. Weird. (laughs) Speaking of Trinity, let's get back to this Trinity. So this is Legion 93, number 57. This is part three of the Trinity series. 
So the last time was Green Lantern 44, and we left off with uh, the Lobo basically knocking Hal down and stepping on him. And this issue has a beautiful Barry Kitson cover of Lobo fighting Hal Jordan while one of the three giants stares on his annoyance, like, get these gnats out of my face. Mm-hmm. Stupid bugs. <laughs> and this is Police Action, Trinity Part 3. Co-plot and script, Mark Wade. Co-plot and layouts, Barry Kitson. Finish, John Stokes and Robin Smith. Colorist, Gene D'Angelo. Letterer, Gaspar, of course. Assistant editor, Peter Tomasi. And editor, Dan Raspler. Just give the word, Docs, and it's lights out for this lantern. Good God, Docs, are you insane? Can't you see what's happening? The Triarchs, they're tearing this world apart! And Docs, of course, is just standing there arms crossed, staring like, I don't care. Love it. Mm-hmm. He tells him, not your problem, Green Lantern. The planet Maltus is under Legion jurisdiction. We have matters under control. You call this under control? Despite your team's best efforts, Zodar has leveled every building in sight. And Zodar's blasting thing and almost blast Comet, who's flying around him, who's thinking, can't touch him, he swats me away like a fly. And Phase is yelling at people, people of Maltus, this way, we must evacuate. As we watch archers upturning the very ground beneath our feet, and and Quora shifting the rubble to a chaotic soup. And Beartron Dib is just watching her do that, thinking, oi. Again, Lantern, it's not your concern. My people will handle it. You will leave. Or I'll have you removed. You do not need to be underfoot. Hmm. Very doxy. Yes. Hal says, agreed, and basically puts a giant spring under Lobo's foot, and boing! Knocks him right out. Never try to scare me, Docs. It's a waste of precious time. The Guardians told me about this tree arch. You need me to stop them. End of discussion. Now, isn't that a bit of a heel turn for him? Because wasn't it just in the Green Lantern issue he was all about observing them? And that was it? Or did he change his mind in that issue and I've forgotten? Mm, I think maybe he changed his mind. Okay. Okie dokie. I think it, oh yeah, at the end, because remember he was starting to fight them, he actually burned through one of their hands. Right. Yes. Okay. Okie dokie. Fine. There. So in the sky, Lobo's flying away from that, you know, big sprawling and comets. Lobo, do you need help? Only in plot revenge! <laughs> <laughs> but Lobo will be fine. Docs knows that, so he's busy or giving orders. You, patch through the line to Beck. He's manning the communication center. Yes, sir. And Lobo lands with a... <laughs> Lobo, I thought I ordered you to subdue Green Lantern. Hurt? No, not me. Thanks for asking. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Sir, I have Beck on the comm. Put me through. Be calling him the black and blue lantern when I'm done with him. And back in communications, Beck's there. Docs, how much trouble are we in? <laughs> More than you realize. <laughs> it's imperative that Mal- the Maltusians trust the Legion to protect them. The longer Green Lantern swaggers about, the more he undermines that trust, and the more our reputation will suffer. Put out a message on the Alpha Band so that Captain Comet can pick it up telepathically. Tell him his first priority is prevent Green Lantern from attacking the tree arch. And one of the Matsuzians shows up to Docs. 
Is it true? You forswore your blasphemous ways? You admit it's folly to challenge the gods? I admit nothing. Go away. Wait, wait, <laughs> bring me manner. That's about as polite as he gets. Go away. It is, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Wait, hold on. You have a use. Bring me menu. And meanwhile, the big giant, I think it's Sodar. Take heed of our warnings, Malthusians. The end is near. So basically, they're just giant versions of the guys in New York who, or Watchmen who walk around with the, you know, the end is near signs on. Yeah. <laughs> and we see Legion trying to get all the Malthusians out of the way. Lady, move it. Hop, we have to clear the area. Heathens, the gods have come to deliver us to the graveyard. Come on. <laughs> and meanwhile, Beck is flying around that guy's face, and he gets a message. I mean, sorry, Comet's flying around that guy's face. He gets a message. Comet, Beck, we're from the chief. Backburner your fight with the giants. He wants you to stop Green Lantern at all costs. He's kidding. Right, Doc's never kids. He is also rarely wrong. So if this is his plan, I'll play along. For now. Here goes nothing. And Green Lantern comes flying at him. Out of the way! Sorry, this is as far as you go. What is it with you, Legion people? Are you all nuts? Lives are in danger. <laughs> Start with yours, fly boy. As Lobo basically is now on his hog and flies right into Green Lantern's back. <laughs> Lobo, was that necessary? Who cares? Those boots. Those boots on Comet are so ridiculous. Maybe Faze designed them. She's like, I like these style boots. Let's make them <laughs> a <little bigger." laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm thinking just... maybe some sort of dragon thing on the front. <laughs> I like this style, but you know, something's wrong. Bigger. Let's go bigger. Bigger, bigger, bigger. <laughs> I don't know. They just... They kick me out of the story every time I look at them. It's like, it's like <laughs> he's wearing buckets on his feet. Yeah. You know what? I just realized why he has them. He doesn't have pouches. You can put stuff in there. That's right. That's he right. Can hide stuff in his boots. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. It works for me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Anyway, the uniform so, doesn't last very long, so no. that's fine. Yeah. Anyway, so Lo was flying off with Hal Jordan and it's basically stuck to his grill. Who cares? It was fun. <laughs> I see the gnat and the giants are actually paying attention to this. I see the gnats continue to buzz amongst themselves. So much the better. Their bickering allows us the freedom to redouble our efforts. And as a big room is the giant creator goddess, I forget her name, is doing something. And it's causing a mess on the ground. And Beertron Jib is holding up a big slab of concrete. Telling everyone around him, go, run, I've got it. No harm to me, I'm impervious, you know. I got it, I got it. Oof, as it falls, I don't got it. <laughs> Holy crap, what is going on? <clears throat> and uh, Lady Quirk is flying up with stealth. Seven moons stealth. Beck wasn't exaggerating when he radioed for backup. This entire planet is in jeopardy. Below, there's docs. Perhaps you can provide a detailed briefing on this situation. And he gives him the briefing. Here's your briefing. We're in danger. Now get up there and fight Tashana. Common and Lobo? Busy. It's up to you. <laughs> and Stealth wants to know, what about those of us who can't slug it out with a mad god? Should we begin another planetary evacuation and admit defeat? 
not necessary. Considering what new information is about to come to light. Hello, Manu. And Manu is basically, is that Matsujin from the last issue who found the, uh, who Doc was trying to get to translate that giant, I don't know, ancient manhole cover? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and his Legion officers are basically dragging this guy over. I'm sure it's about probably the giant skate key from the Titan Presence Abysmal or something. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> and also overhead, we have the recruits flying in in their ship. Yowza! The recruits ride again. I can't believe Docs himself pulled us in on this one. If you contain yourself for a moment, Davroff, perhaps you could pull this craft up fast because they're about to fly into Zodar's face. I, I, I have a visual on Babert. Where is he, Zena? He's helping the wounded. Hard at work pr- pr- protecting protecting the innocents? Good man. And that's basically what I see, is him and other Legion officers are basically carrying people out of the way. And they land by him. Let's lend a hand. Bert, how's it going? Oh, dandy. Our two most powerful guys are wasting our time brawling with Green Lantern. And as we see how Jordan and Lobo are fighting, idiot, frag you. Well, Comet's trying to res- uh, uh, restrain Lantern as well. Hornhead up there is slagging buildings left and right, and I'm busting my pervious butt hauling Matusians out of his path, despite the fact that half of them are in favor of this little urban renewal project. Other than that, life is good. Glad I asked. And that's uh, Borb, the teleporting one. Where's our fearless leader in all this? And we see he's right here, Manu, right now. I demand that you confirm my suspicions. What's written on that tablet? Sacrilege! Pure sacrilege! No, pure history is eons old. And soon after we unearthed it, I knew it could tell us something vital about the tree arch. But I cannot fully decipher it! Your world is changing, Maltusian. Stop wasting my time. And apparently Manu gives up. Very well, I will tell you but I do not think you would truly want this knowledge. And Stealth's there. Stealth. Boy, he doesn't know you at all, does he? (laughs) Fortunately for him, we're about to become joined at the hip. Bring him. I am loving Dib's characterization here. He's been a lot of fun these last few issues. He's like, eh, everything's fine. I mean, except for, you know, wasting time here. This (laughs) actual bad guy's destroying everything. Things are going. These people don't care if they're getting stopped. But other than that, hey, it's cool. Yeah, he's got this little quiet, sarcastic streak. It's yeah. kind of like oh, I'm impervious to most things, so whatever. That's right. <laughs> and moment moments later, we see a little uh, looks like almost like a land speeder landing at Legion headquarters on Malthus. So you want the Green Lantern off planet? Doesn't he have a boss somewhere he can argue with? And it's Stealth talking to Docs, and he's telling her, one does not argue with the Guardians of the Universe. One makes other arrangements to keep the Green Lantern busy, such as, I'll show you. Got that comm line set up as per your request, Docs. Are you sure about this? When am I not? Open channels. And FaZe comes running in. Docs, it's a madhouse out in the streets. Not now, FaZe. FaZe. And he's talking to one of the Dark Stars. Regional Administrator Fridzaz. Speaking, Commander Thrill Docks, calling from the planet Malthus. There's a situation developing here that you should be aware of. The Legion has encountered a Green Lantern run amok, and to the best of my understanding, 
He is acting inside your jurisdiction. Mm. Boom. And meanwhile, of course, we see Hal Jordan still slugging out of Comet and Lobo. This time now he's fighting Comet and trying to restrain Lobo. Huh. And back to someone who's actually trying to do something. Lady Quirk is blasting one of the other giants. Leave this world be, monster, and know my wrath. As I would know the anger of a dust moat, impressive force woman, but hardly effective. <laughs> and meanwhile, the female uh, Treyarch is standing there with her arm, you know, all posing with her big staff, her staff in her hands above her head, going, Your work is done, Zodar! Now Archer and I shall begin our task. And leaving, as Zodar said, leaving me free to take care of best pests. And he basically blasts Lady Quark, and she yeah. has an eye! Moons of Quark, such power. Had I not been able to absorb some of his energy, I would surely be dead by now. I would feel more confident about striking back if my reinforcements weren't otherwise occupied as she watches Comet and Lobo fight Jordan. Still, I must trust that Dox has assigned a method to this madness, as always. And she flies back up, and the recruits are watching. I don't believe it. She's going back for more. You're always asking, Davroff, what separates the recruits from the Legionnaires. I believe we're seeing it. I don't know. The recruits have done pretty good stuff themselves, I think. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're holding like their own. And meanwhile, Hal Jordan is uh, flying Comet away, flying Comet into orbit with a giant slingshot. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yes. <laughs> Seeing stars yet, Geek Lantern? Nope. Wonder if the same can be said for your partner here, once I fling him into orbit as Comet flies away with a woof. And thinking, almost, I can see practically the entire planet from up here, I... Wait a minute, what do I see? Chief Docs, can you hear me? This is Comet. I'm about two miles up. Enjoying the view, are you? Immensely. You will too, if I can send you a visual. And he lets Doc see what he sees, and Docs is on the ground saying, hmm, of course... Phase, stealth, drop everything, grab Manu, and come with me. Hurry. And they get into another shuttle. I admire your strategy, Docs. Head for the hills while Maltas burns. That's bound to endear us to the locals. <laughs> in, the, in the first place, stealth, while Maltas is indeed collapsing, few are actually dying. Beertron Dib has coordinated a massive rescue effort. In the second place, if I fully comprehend what Comet showed me, the Legion will be in position to so fundamentally shift the universe's balance of power that the Maltusians will be climbing all over themselves to beg our allegiance. <laughs> oh, God. And, of course, comments outside listening to this, assuming there are any Maltusians left by the time we conquer the gods, look below. And we can see below, basically, they're kind of uh, making a big pat of... Uh, Look, I'm not really sure what it is. It looks like they've kind of carved out a giant star shape with their yeah. structure. I mean, they say here, as I indicated, the Treyarch's path of destruction is far from random. In fact, it seems to be leading towards a specific point. So, I guess, I don't know, maybe they were coming from the outside and going in? Is that what they're saying? Because I'm a little confused here. Mm. Uh... Well, I guess, yeah, all the destructions sort of split apart, but it all converges in this one spot. Alright. I wasn't sure, but I guess that makes sense. And Docs is but Docs gets it, because he's saying, hmm, how intriguing. Wouldn't you say so, Menu? 
Manu is doing his best Batman impression as he's just responding with three uh, ellipses, with an ellipses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm half expecting him to just respond with, huh. <laughs> yeah. And now Docs is on the screen yelling at Beck. Well, yeah, he's yelling at Beck, basically. He's always yelling at Beck. Hmm. Beck, I'm taking my team on a little expedition. Now? The rest of the Legion can hold its own for a while. Any word from frigates? Not yet, but if he's got good to make... Not yet, but if he's got plans to make good on his promise, he better come through soon, before the whole planet becomes so much space dust. <laughs> Amon, this is Beck. What's the latest on the Treyarch? You won't believe it. Try me. For the moment, devastation seems to have given way to... Well, for back of a, lack of a better word... To terraforming. What? It's Quora. Oh, that's her name, Quora. It's Quora. She and Archer seem to be tilling the soil that Zodar leaves bare. We don't pretend to understand it, Beck. Can the natives shed any light? Negative. They seem equally puzzled by this turn of events. And Dalvorf pipes up. Forget it. How about Tashana? How is she faring against Zodar? Oh, wait. No, wrong person. That's Beck saying that. Yeah. Try that again. Forget it. How about Tashana? How is she faring against Zodar? <laughs> to be fair, when they do the close-up, Beck and uh, Davar kind of look alike. They do, yeah. They even have the same widow's peak. Yeah. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's only because you can sort of see the uh, squareness of uh, of Beck's hair above the word balloon. But it's, and uh, it requires actually, a he has the jacket. Because they even both have oh, a little yes, bit of a yes. ponytail coming on the right side, coming on the same side of, the, of their yes. uh, shoulder. <laughs> Although Bex is not so much a ponytail, long hair is more of a mullet. Yeah. Yeah. But I just realized because you can see Bex's jacket, that's it. I didn't realize how yeah. much they look alike. Wow. <laughs> so now it's Davor responding to Beck. Actually, she seems to have developed one hell of an effective approach. Every time he tries to fry her and we see him blasting her, she absorbs his destructive energy, channels it, and throws it right back at him with a big chatoom. And he's like, ah! So it's actually hurting him. Yeah. And back to the Lobo Green Lantern fight. Ah, that's showing him, babe. Does this make sense to you, you lunatic? You cheer Lady Quark on when she assaults the gods, and yet you won't let me join the fight. Ha, just following orders, fragger. And Comet flies back down. Words in from Beck, Lobo. Those orders have changed. Effective immediately, we're to attack the Triarch head-on and leave Green Lantern to the others. Others? What others? And we have a couple people showing up from behind him. Us, Lobo. Starting now, Hal Jordan must answer to the Dark Stars. Boom, boom, boom. As Baron oh, yeah. and two assistants show up. That's right. Just in time to lead into their <laughs> Continue to Dark the Stars end. 11. Then Green Lantern 45. Then back to Legion 93, number 58. Yes. There we go. Now we got a crossover. We've That's had our right. fight. And now we're getting another fight. <laughs> another yes. fight, exactly. Because as everybody meets, they have to fight. So They have to fight. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Beautiful. Fight, fight, fight. Fight, fight, fight. Fight, fight, fight. <laughs> yeah, we got like a little further ahead. Yep. I mean, they've actually developed something with, with Doc's figuring out what's going on. So at least we have something more than just people fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doc yeah, knows what's yeah, going absolutely. on. Yeah, absolutely. 
he's the, there was so much action going on he couldn't reveal to the rest of us what's going on but <laughs> when but does he, he reveal what's going on when does he reveal okay. even if there's no action going on that's right we got another couple of issues before he can reveal it'll all be good yeah yeah i i mean you know in keeping in mind that this is um what um you know we're we're a couple of years into uh into where you know the crossovers having more than just the fight you know that wasn't always necessary um you know we're what a couple of years after or a year or so after the um um you know the x-men uh you know the one with strife Executioner um, song was that it yeah was that that was the one that happened during the uh yeah i guess it was wasn't it yeah yeah that's the one where he had, been... xavier gets shot and they think it's cable yes okay yeah that is the one okay yeah, I don't know if that was that. I don't know if that was where he first appeared, but um, no, he first appeared his... back in New Mutants when Liefeld was still doing was doing it. Okay, yeah. So, uh, so I mean, you know that there was little story to that. There was just a lot of blowing up. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I. It's kind of funny. I just was finished listening to a podcast. I was talking about that. And yeah, yeah. It's one of the criticisms. Like it was a lot of, a lot of a mess, and a lot of people just hanging out waiting for things to happen. Exactly, and and I and I feel like we got a bit more than that going on here, which is great. Um, and um, so I'm looking forward to uh, I'm looking forward to the Dark Stars issue period, just because it's been a while since I've read an issue of that series. Yeah. And, um, well, so, yeah. and even if not much happens, we get lots of character bits and and personalities. So, so it's all good. It's all yeah. good. No, the story true. moves forward. We get to know the characters. They get to interact like, and bicker as usual, and that's yep. fun. And like I said, Bertrand Dib is getting a lot of characterization in this story. Yeah. So. Yes, he is. He is indeed. All righty. Well, that is it for this week, then. Well, there we go. Coolio, we will be back next week with the Dark Star issue. And we'll see Yay. what's up with them. <laughs> All righty, y'all. Catch you next week. B-Y-E. L-H-T-E-R. I forgot. <laughs> well, that's going to be easy to spell. Oh, there we go. T-O-F-A. T-O-F-A. Tofa. Tofa? Mm, Tofa. <laughs> no, not the edible one. The other one. <laughs> the, the other Tofa. Okay, Tofa to you too. <laughs> <laughs>